All right, listeners, welcome back to another Quick Dig. As always, I'm the other Chris. Hey there, everyone. Chris Vig here. Let's get this ball rolling. Welcome back. This is Steve. Hi, everybody. It's AB. Just kidding. It's Dave. All righty, Dave. So you were telling us recently about your experience going to a holographic Whitney Houston concert. Uh, What was that all about, man? Yeah, man. This past weekend, it was my girlfriend's birthday. So we are both Whitney Houston fans. Not afraid to admit that out there. I think Fig had brought this up to me before this episode, but on a past pod, the Ghostbusters pod, if you guys want to revisit that episode, great episode. But I did bring up Whitney Houston on that episode. And if you really want to get the party started, if you're at the bar, put on I Want to Dance with Somebody. Never ceases to fail, dude. We'll always get the people going. But uh, it was interesting, dude. I'd never been to a lot. It's at the Harrah's, so uh, Harrah's showrooms. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger. Going in there, it's kind of smaller and stuff. They had live dancers, too, and those people worked their asses off the entire show. Because you have Whitney Houston, who's a hologram, just in the middle. And they kind of bring out different holograms from like throughout her career how she looked and stuff and it was cool but there's a live band also who's kind of in the shadows playing behind her and they murder it too so the live music the dancers everybody like all of that together made it really a cool experience but the hologram technology I think they might have skimped a little bit when it came to she was no Tupac I'll just say that Dude, that sounds pretty interesting, though. I was going to ask that question. I'm like, how did it look compared to the Tupac one? Which, again, I think we've talked about this before on the pod. Something I thought would take off a lot more since the Tupac thing. There was a pretty huge, you know, kind of accomplishment for, I guess, the music world, technology world and stuff. But that's cool. You know, it's a way to honor, I guess, deceased artists and still kind of be able to enjoy their music in a live in a live aspect, at least. Yeah, I've never been to one of those hologram shows. It'd be interesting to see, like, compared to the live shows and anywhere near as good, like seeing Tupac and Whitney Houston now, if other artists that weren't around anymore had a hologram show, would you, like, go out of your way to see it? Or is it kind of a, just if the opportunity is there? I was going to ask you guys, do you think there's any type of moral dilemma doing a show, like a Vegas show for somebody who's deceased. Granted, her estate did uh, give the green light on this project. So I would say if your family says it's okay, then it's okay. But it is kind of a little weird. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure there's a lot of like legalities involved with doing something like this. Uh, I'm sure the family or the estate knows exactly what this hologram is going to do. Right. And I would imagine they're getting royalties, right? They have to be from her... What what is it? Her using her her likeliness is that what it's called? Yeah, they use. I mean, her likeliness and you know recordings. I don't know if it was from like past concerts or if they went through and actually chopped and edited old things that she said to create new things because that's kind of what they did with Tupac. I think for Coachella, because he came out and he's like, "What's up, Coachella?" and he was like saying some new things to the crowd. So you're like, "What?" The Tupac hologram kind of walked around the stage a lot more and stuff. This was just her literally like in the center of the stage and she'd like dance and the dancers would like dance around her and stuff. But she was kind of just on a screen and we were at the side. So the angle of that 
made it kind of look, you know, like you could tell. But I think if you were like directly a straight shot, it probably looked a little bit better. I think the the word you guys were looking for is likeness. Likeliness is a probability. Oh. <laughs> well, there was the, the likeliness that someone was going to correct me in this pod. <laughs> yeah, her likeness. But um, that's interesting. I mean, I always was curious with these Vegas shows. There's so many shows that are out there. And I'm just curious of how often someone goes to a show, you know, like, it's like every night. It's like, I mean, there was Celine Dion, Nelson John. I for sure can see people wanting to go on like a Wednesday night. But for like this hologram show or other smaller shows I've seen in the past, I'm like, how busy do they really get during the week? I think a lot of those type of things, if it's not getting busy, you know, they, they comp them. They just do what they can to put people in those seats just to promote the show, give them away for free or sell them for super cheap because you got to think some of these acts like the smaller ones they're here for so long like they have to be selling tickets somehow or entertaining you know uh, gamblers or something high rollers somehow or they wouldn't stick around i wouldn't think it was it was fun she did like her most famous songs and then she did songs from her the movies that she's been in it was a fun time but i have a question for you guys if you could pick anybody to see as a hologram who would you guys like to see well, speaking of another show in Vegas, if you see the show Love, the uh, Cirque du Soleil Beatles show, they kind of do something similar where it's just like a really thin screen or like net hanging down where they project like the Beatles onto this. And I think if they could do something a little bit more advanced like this Whitney Houston one or the Tupac one, that'd be really cool just to kind of throw you in the mix of uh, of these guys doing their thing. Or even like having Ringo and Paul and then kind of doing something like that with John and George, if they would agree to that, I don't even think Paul and Ringo would want to do that. But Well, recently they just actually, uh, not to digress too much, but they had John Lennon performing, uh, you know, from the rooftop country, Get Back. Uh, I've got a feeling like on a uh, on a TV and Paul was performing and they were kind of like doing like a, a duet, if you will. Damn, Ooh. that's sick. Damn, that is really cool. I'm going to switch it up and go with Biggie. You know, Tupac got the treatment and give it to uh, my man. Because I've always been a bit bigger fan of his. That's probably going to be a lot more expensive to do his hologram. <laughs> what, uh, what, are, what are you trying to say, man? Try, try and body shame him, dude? It's going it's to take a while to render that out. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, good pick as well. I think what, what would be cool would be to see Nirvana, man. Kurt Cobain and maybe even get something with Dave Grohl and, you know, Chris Novoselic to come back. Maybe do... Obviously, they wouldn't be there the entire time. Maybe not do a bunch of songs, but just do like, you know, Smells Like Teen Spirit or In Bloom or something cool like that. So I think Nirvana would be really cool to... To be able to see that, get a hologram of uh, Kurt Cobain. I would definitely want to see that show, man. That's probably the best idea we've heard yet. Yeah, when I was in Seattle, they had, uh, obviously, the grunge scene started over there. They had the pop, the pop culture museum, had a huge just, you know, shrine, obviously, for Nirvana, one of the bigger bands that came out of Seattle. And just seeing, like, old pictures, behind-the-scenes pictures, you know, their notebooks of writing songs and such. I'm like, damn, like, it would just... Like that scene in like the early 90s seemed really fucking cool. Good choices. I probably also want to go like Frank Sinatra and the, the Rat Pack guys. It'd be pretty cool. Just yeah. trying to chill on in your like your living room or something, you know, just put that on. Yeah, Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, yeah, for sure would be really awesome. Or even if they kind of like the more the Oculus technology develops, like if you could do that, like just be sitting in your house and put on the goggles and fully 
immersively be sitting and watching, you know, some bands or some bands from the past. I know I've thrown them out there, but I, I still think it'd be cool to see the original lineup for Sublime. So I'll throw that one back out there again. I just think that'd be such a chill, like cool show to see, man. Those are all great choices, but how got me thinking like how you were saying, Fig, that the Tupac one was really well done and you thought it would kind of explode after that and it didn't and now they have this kind of smaller whitney houston one that's not as great of a technology do you think there's enough audience of it that they're going to try to keep pushing it and like make it to where it would be this next level that we're talking about or do you think it's already something that's kind of fizzled out because the desire isn't there well i wonder like if they kind of well maybe they're already doing i'm not i'm not aware of it but maybe they kind of branch out from music you know so maybe there's another use which uh you know, it would be fun to kind of think about what else they can do with this uh, technology. Were you thinking with like something with like deceased actors, maybe they could like do performance with, with something like that? Is that what you're kind of uh, alluding to? Yeah, anything, right? Like I uh, could be, it could be an athlete, it could be an actor, it could be. Aren't they doing a new movie with James Dean, somebody playing him and they're going to like. Yeah, they are. I don't know if it's an entire movie or a short or what, but I believe read, I read that his estate signed off on like his likeness to be in a new project with the with deep fake technology, though, not not a holographic display. Right. I mean, from what they did with Luke Skywalker in the book of Boba Fett and using someone who looks pretty close to what he looks like, I've seen the behind the scenes. I'm like, why don't they just use that guy's face? He looks enough like Mark Hamill, but of course, to take it that step further, they all, you know, do what you said, the deepfake technology and adding, you know, a young Mark Hamill's face onto this actor. It could just create, you know, other characters that maybe that that character was going to portray, but their untimely death took them away from from the world. So that could be interesting. But but going back to what you were saying, Steve, with I mean, what about even like something with like boxing, you know, have like an old boxer go up against, say like Mike Tyson, a hologram of Mike Tyson. I know he's still alive, but just Mike Tyson in his prime versus like Muhammad Ali. And just maybe they could do some type of algorithm of like who statistically could win in a fight. Like, I wonder if that'd be something worth looking into or even people would want to watch. Or if you could get the realism of the holograms up to a level, like sit next to a ring that just displays a classic match, you know, but there you're seeing it live, you know, digitally. But if you can get it to look like pretty next level, definitely think people will be entertained in that. I think it's going to get really weird if that technology does develop to the point where it's almost like seamlessly they can put people back in the movies again. And if people's estates are like, yeah, do it. Like we're down for it. Like say Robin Williams or somebody, you know, they make a, an entire movie with him as like a supporting character or something. It just would be, I feel like it'd be, maybe it'd be more acceptable as time went on, but it just seems really weird. I agree with you. I only like seeing it done in like little small touches here and there. I don't like the idea of like, there's so many good talented actors out there now. I don't want people and people can't speak for themselves after the grave, if that makes any sense. So to see like music or performances by people for anything other than like a small novelty, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, but I do think we're going to see a shitload more of it coming, unfortunately. Or it would be kind of cool if you could play like a game like Star Wars. I think they did like the, I think it was Star Wars where they play like a chess 
where you would have like those creatures, whatever, projected. I think it was Star Wars, right? Oh, man. Yeah. The, the little table. It'd be really cool. Like I was always a fan growing up of like Pokemon and then Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic cards. To I always thought it would be really sick to have like a table like they have on all those animated shows where like you throw the card down and it's happening in front of you, the action, so that you no longer have to imagine it in your mind. Like you could see it 3D in front of you. That would be yeah, exactly. Uh, that'd be really pimp. Dude, if they made like Pokemon Go, but you're catching real Pokemon, like there's certain stations where you're doing that, that'd be fucking really fucking cool. Fig or even like you know, not catching the Pokemon, but even if you could go to one of those stations and like battle with someone else and see your Pokemon come to life and fight, uh, I think they could actually do something like that. That type of technology doesn't even seem that far off. I guess you just need like the consumer base for it. Dude, yeah. I mean, if you're listening out there, make that shit happen. All right, guys, another quick dig. And like Fig said, I hope all of you out there steal our ideas and make this sweet technology for us to use. And as always, I am the other Chris. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for another quick dig. As always, Chris Fig, later days. All right, see you on the next pod. Catch you later. It was Dave. Dave.